You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You're running around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, with my friends Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do? And if you hear some heavy breathing in the background... It's Kate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Very good. <laughs> we had just had our dogs out for a run, and there's a, a few of them here, especially Pedro's poncho right, right behind us going... <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to breathe normally again in my life. <laughs> in this podcast, we thought we'd share some uh, some Christmas stories with you, some things that we do with our dogs at Christmas, and some things that we do with the Love on a Leash therapy dogs, because most of our dogs are certified therapy dogs. And besides going on visits and things like that, we've also done some special activities with the dogs, especially at Christmas. So... Maybe one of the first ones we'll talk about is, uh, uh, Kate, you had just said that the Love on a Leash was in the Vista, California Christmas Parade, and they had 18 dog and owner teams walking in the Something parade. Something like that. So it was a nice showing, and it's it's quite fun. I haven't, I didn't walk this year, but in years past, we've done it. Well, one year we put uh, three or four of the dogs know how to pull carts. Right. And um, even my little cocker mix, Walter... We'll pull a small cart. So we put fake presents in the carts and had them wear appropriate either Santa hats or something like that, pulling their carts with presents going down the street and just, you know, saying hi to people. Mm -hmm. We've done that for years. One year (laughs) we got invited to the Holiday Bowl Parade down in San Diego. Diego. (laughs) And several of us had Australian Shepherds that had been taught to pull carts and my sister Mary had a red nose pit bull. A red nose pit bull. So we took two of our big cartwright wagons and hooked them together. And they mainly actually, because we thought with that many dogs and the pity, they, we need some weight to slow them right. down. And we load them with with empty water boxes and stuff. Right. But we, to carry. we and had Kayla. We had all the water for the dogs for the uh-huh. parade and afterwards in the carts. Kayla was what maybe four or five yeah, years old, something like that. And then we had eight Australian Shepherds hooked to the front wagon, led by a red-nosed pit bull. And so we had that on the sign of the wagons. Merry Christmas from eight Australian Shepherds and a red-nosed pit bull. But it didn't work out that way because the pity was scared to death to have that many Aussies behind him. Now, this was, this was a big male pity. Big, broad head. Sweet boy. Handsome. His name was Dylan. Handsome, handsome dog. And a very good, very good dog. But the two Aussies immediately behind him were Dax, 
my working lines, Aussie bitch, and Ursa. Mm-hmm. That would scare me. And <laughs> then there were six other Aussies behind him. And he was scared to death. His <laughs> tail was tucked all the way up to his belly. His ears were back. He was panting. So we had to actually take him out of the lead and put him in the back right next to the one of the wagons. And then who did we put with him? Riker? Yeah. One of the that... calmer Aussies yeah. who was just Didn't kind of him. mellow. <clears throat> and either Riker or Kona. I don't remember. Yeah, I remember. And then we let Dax lead, which is where she felt she deserved to be in the first right. place. Which is funny because she's the smallest Aussies out of the whole group. But, but yet, she's the boss. Yeah. So yep. we still had eight Australian Shepherds and a red-nosed pit bull, but he just wasn't was it, leading. No. <laughs> but we had so much power. Oh, my gosh. Those dogs pulled. We had a hard time slowing down. We were catching up with the unit in front of us. I think, didn't we even have one of the other ones with his dogs there get his daughter in one of the wagons? Right. I think we, we were trying to, to load slow the wagons up. One of Ed Kelly's. Yeah, Ed's kids. Yeah. yeah. Trying to weight the wagons down. But so we my had daughter, so one or two of his girls, they're all about the same age. And, slow. The, and oh the water. And the water. And then us trying to you know, walk slower. <laughs> A lot of power. And then um, another one of the parades that the Love Unleashed group in San Diego did, we did the Mother Goose Parade, which is a big parade. It's huge and televised nationwide, like the Holiday Bowl Parade. And we we didn't do a whole bunch of wagons for that one, but we did have one wagon for Gracie the Basset Hound. (laughs) Because the Mother Goose Parade is a long one, and she couldn't do that. So we had a couple of the Aussies pulling the wagon for Gracie. You did a Fallbrook Parade. Yes, we did did Fallbrook Fallbrook Parade. parade. Uh Who was behind us? The Clowns. The Clowns were behind us in the Fallbrook Parade. And, of course, you know, Liz and Clowns don't Don't get along. And they think they're funny, and they were messing with the dogs. And then the horses were in front of us. Well, that was at the Mother Goose Parade. We were right behind the Budweiser Clydesdales, (laughs) which was fascinating to watch. It was great watching them unload the horses and bring them out and get them tacked up and hooked up to their wagon. (laughs) And they do have a guy who follows behind and scoops. (laughs) But in a parade, sometimes they're moving fast enough he, he misses. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the dogs were trying to avail themselves of that candy. <laughs> Root apples. <laughs> and I'd hear I'd hear people behind going, No, leave it, leave it, leave it Oh <laughs> No kisses from you. <laughs> so the therapy dogs have been doing Christmas parades for a long time and it's a lot of fun. If you belong to a therapy dog group you might want to check and see if you want to just walk in your your local holiday parade because it's great exposure. Yeah, people see the therapy dogs and of every shape and size and color and breed and mixture of breeds and and I think a lot of people look at the dogs at that point and go, oh hey. And in the in our chapter, we make bookmarks with each dog's picture and information about Love on a Leash, so we could hand them out to people along the way, and we'd always get significant inquiries afterwards. Afterwards, yeah, mm-hmm. and inquiries both about dog owners wanting to do the work or people calling and saying, "My mom is in a yeah. facility. Do you guys visit there?" or or something like mm-hmm. that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... uh, Good promotion for a good cause. I'm sure no matter where you live, you've heard about 
the wildfires in western U.S. the last decade or so. We've had a, a, a bad drought. In 2003, San Diego had some really, really bad fires that ended up destroying... How many acres were there? Oh, I don't remember the acres, but I remember more than... thousand. More than 2,000 homes were destroyed. Yeah. And they happened in October and November, which is typical. We call that fire season here, which is very sad that we actually have a fire season. And a friend of ours lives down or lived. She's since moved, not because of the fires, but because she retired. But she lived down in the Harbison Canyon area, which was hit very, very badly. Many, many homes destroyed, burned up to the edges, the school grounds of several schools. And she was teaching at one of the schools. So she called us, the therapy dog group, and asked if we could bring a group of dogs down when the kids were coming back to school. Yeah, it was her first day back. The first day back. Because, evacuation. Uh-huh. And losing away. homes. So, and so traumatic for all those Very kids. traumatic. So we did. We had, oh, a good oh, dozen dogs, I think. Yeah, easily. And we split up to visit, I think it was three different schools. Mm-hmm. So Petra and I and another friend with a pug named Gordon and a few other people were at this one particular elementary school. And... The parents would walk the kids in, and you could see the kids were stressed. And at the school, the fire had burnt to the school grounds. I mean, up to. They had saved the school, but the hills were all blackened. The school was green. It was just such a contrast. I mean, it was, with, a, it was shocking for us. Yeah. I mean, it just felt like a war zone. Things burned. Yeah. Things were still smoldering. There was still right. smoke. I the, mean, it was The crazy. vinyl fences were melted. Yeah. And... and Oh, it was horrid. So parents and kids both were stressed. So what we did is we positioned ourselves at the gates where people would walk in. And it was great watching the dogs because it only took a few times being petted and greeting people for the dogs to go, ah, that's what we're here for. Riker was a young dog at that point. Riker's now passed on. But he was he was maybe two or three. He was in his glory. Oh my gosh, this person's stressed. You must pet me. Whether it be kid or adult mom or dad, <laughs> dad. or, or teacher. the teacher. The yeah, principal yeah. came out. Oh my gosh, yeah. the principal and got covered with Australian shepherd hair. And I went, Oh, I'm so sorry. And he went, Oh no, 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 this is fine. But I remember one that Dax visited. This dad walked in and he had his I think kindergarten first grade son in his arms and dad was clenching mm-hmm. the kid. Mm-hmm clenching and they walked onto the school grounds they were looking at the dogs but dad was not putting his son down and so dax was telling me we needed to go see these people so i took dax over Riker was already visiting with somebody else and i knew he was fine so i took dax over and the little boy was reaching his hands down to pet Dax, and I told Dad, I said, you can put him down if you want. Dax would love it if he hugged her. So kid was hugging Dax, and then Dax left the kid and went to the dad, and Dad looked at her, and he petted her, and then he looked at me, and he went, dogs are for parents too, aren't they? <laughs> and I, uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, we heard back afterwards from Karen and the principal. Well, we brought, maybe we did stockings. Right. We heard back from Karen and the principal that this went mm-hmm. over wonderful. Yeah. So we contacted Karen and said, could we come back? 
could we come back on their last day before they leave for Christmas? Because a lot of these kids had lost their homes. Yeah. And we she did. said, yes, that would be wonderful. So we started putting the word out <laughs> for donations. We said what we wanted to do, we wanted to get one of those little bitty stockings, you know, like four-inch stockings, and we wanted to get some inexpensive toys so that we could give every kid at that elementary school something before they left for the Christmas break. Well, the word went out. State Farm Insurance, the local State Farm Insurance office, gave us 150 teddy bears and then a hotel in... Laguna Beach? I think so, yeah. Laguna Beach put a barrel out in their lobby and said, we're collecting teddy bears for these kids. And they sent down a truckload. My living room floor was covered with teddy bears. (laughs) Remember, you and Kayla came over and we bagged everything up. And then we got some little toys. We got a whole bunch of those little stockings. But we were able to give every kid in that school a little stocking with a little toy, and a teddy bear. So we loaded up, and we went back down, and we divvied up, and then therapy dogs each went to certain classrooms, and we had dogs pulling wagons, and Buddy, a friend of ours in a wheelchair, he had a big Santa's bag on the back of his wheelchair. It took us, oh, a couple hours, but we just went through that school, and every single kid... Oh my God, was that wonderful? That I think that most of us was, were in tears. Yeah, it yeah. was so wonderful because that was so many awesome. of those kids. I think what we had been told, and that was a few years ago now, fifty percent of the kids and teachers lost their homes. Uh, yeah, so one we're of the talking highest losses huge, of a group of people. Yeah, kids. we're talking yeah. huge losses, and it was obvious just around that school. Oh yeah, so that was. Something absolutely awesome the therapy dogs were able to do uh-huh. with the community help that, that helped us do it. Made it a special Christmas after all. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. for some reason all the little girls just loved Shasta. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was she had the blue and the brown eye, but she didn't even though she was a bloom girl. Very, but she's very much, feminine. Very feminine, just a gorgeous face. And all the little girls, and she, you know, of course, Shasta loved it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Riker was going her. around slurping everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> If a face was within reach, it got slurped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cats are very proper. Hello to everybody. Nice with the girls. Yeah, that was so funny. That was. And then Gordon, the fun. pug, rode around on Buddy's lap mm-hmm. and got to say hi. And there were a bunch of other dogs too. There's this uh, a lab and uh, Golden, Golden, Golden and yeah. So hang on, take a listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. There's nothing more delicious and healthy than an old family recipe. And for over 50 years, our family's been creating them especially for your pets. Nutrisource Super Premium Pet Foods. Dog and cat food that's all natural, holistic, and organic. Nutrisource Pet Foods contain our patented Good for Life system for your pet's optimum health and well-being. So order now. Safe quality food made by our family for your furry family members. Go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. From our family to yours, family brands. 
It's designerpetsweaters.com, the latest fashion trends for our furry friends. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio, positively possum. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling, out in the world trips, or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery, or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on A Super Smiley Adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I think we all include dogs in our family Christmas celebrations. I know uh, my dogs always have at least something to open under the tree. I got shopping for them. I've already gotten four Christmas cards, and three of them have had dogs featured on the Christmas card photo on the front. Well, you'll be getting another one from me. (laughs) One of them had the the year-end summation letter. Welcome, friends. This is what we've been at to. And each dog had an old paragraph. I know. I got that letter, too. I know who sent it. (laughs) So I was chuckling, yes. And even my friends with the cats. Yes, the cats are part of it. And then the the, the cards are signed from, you know, the cats as well. Of yep. And yep. then when we give gifts to each other, then we give people gifts and dog gifts. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah of I know. Course. Of course. You want to please me, please my dog. Yeah. <laughs> or Chewies or games, so dog is uh-huh. kept busy. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Of course, then we wrap gifts for the dogs to open oh, on yes. Christmas morning. Yes. That's important. Well, sure. People are going to be open gifts, so it gives the dog a chance to rip the paper off. I remember growing up, my parents had a cockapoo. And she was. Oh my God. We could hide or try to hide her present. And she would move. All the others would not get into any other presents and always would find hers. So it was a game. Christmas morning came. It was like, hey, Gigi, go find yours. She'd go find hers, pull it aside, tear up all the paper off it. And all the kids went and did their thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just kind of kept that going with my boys and... Oh, yeah. Stop. There was a couple of years when I was a young child. Okay, okay. And my, my Pekingese that I mentioned, uh-huh. he was an old Pekingese, old style in that he could still run and breathe at the same time. Anyway, for a couple of years, I would sneak down at Christmas. 
and you know do the rattle rattle of the Christmas oh, presents. Okay. And if something was particularly interesting, I would encourage my dog to chew the corner oh. off. And then blame it on the dog. <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> my mom never got upset with the dog. If I had opened the present, I would have gotten yelled at. But then there's no anticipation for Christmas. I really hunting. hope there's no all kids listening to this. Oh, no. <laughs> Next year, Not they're all going to know where it's presents, from. But just a few. And, and um, he was happy. He was my buddy. He was happy to do it for me. <laughs> you know, especially in terms of which ones do you open. I mean, when he helped me, you know, the really cool one that I couldn't figure out, the long cylindrical one, it was an umbrella for Pete's sake. Oh. Who gives a four-year-old an umbrella? So I was like, oh, that's what it is. Oh, thank you for chewing that open. Good boy. Okay, now I can know to wait, you know, wait till the last one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're bad. It was a couple of years before I either got caught or just decided it wasn't worth it. But anyway, yeah. Kids do not do that. Well, and frankly, a Pekingese is not the most efficient of chewers, but you know. He, yeah, so don't have your German Shepherd or Lab help right. you. Don't teach him bad habits. Right. I've had more Christmas catastrophes with cats than with dogs. Oh, oh God. Climbing, climbing the, the tree. tree. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Four years in a row, I had to tie the tree to the ceiling. Yeah. We just put my tree up last night, and the only thing I found was the cats like to go under and sleep. Oh. So, so far, they've just gone under and sleep. And of course, you don't put any of the preservative stuff in the water. Oh, they'll yeah. drink out Well, of the it's water. a fake tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was with the fake one that I figured, yeah. you know, this year, just do it that way. Yeah, but so far... In the last several years, I've had young dogs, so mine's been on a table for the last several years. I haven't had one on the floor for quite a while. Mm. I just haven't wanted to tempt fate. Well, I love that Far Side cartoon where the dog is saying to the cat, Oh, look, I finally got my indoor toilet, too. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Poncho's first Christmas. So I didn't put any ornaments in the lower part of the tree. Right. For first, you know, I well, haven't had and a dog. Now you have a dog have a with tail. a tail. Exactly. <laughs> so I told Rosie, I said, nothing low where the tail can hit. It's been so long without a tail. There, I got a tail now. Everything's a little higher, but even the ones he could just kind of reach, stretch his neck up, he was sniffing each ornament. I'm like, don't even think about it, dude. And luckily, they're cheap ones or nothing, you know, if something happens. Right. But did one of, of our students say a dog? And this past week, ran up to the Christmas tree and went, oh, look, a ball for me, and just mashed it. Yeah, yes, and one of our other students' dogs were biting the lights, the Christmas lights. Oh, oh yeah. Abby. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and she got a shock. She's a young girl. I'm glad yeah. it was just a shock. It was just a shock, yeah, and a, a minor one. but That she could cr- be a bad mouth burn. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she was lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, others have been taking ornaments. Ooh, yeah. yeah, Bones. This is Bones' second Christmas, and he uh, he watched me put up the tree. He watched me argue with the live tree, and he watched <laughs> me throw the live tree over the gate into the backyard. And then he watched me put up the artificial tree. And uh, the other two have been through several Christmases. Well, Bashir's ten. He just kind of settled down and went, yeah, well, she'll be busy for a while. Right. Cisco was hmm, get out of her way. <laughs> Bones was watching. He he didn't try to or knock on wood. Hasn't tried to steal anything. He could reach the bottom of the tree if he wanted, but he's just been looking. So one of our apprentice trainers posted on Facebook. So she says, 
Okay, prize for the first person who can figure out what's different about this tree. Well, she's got a two-legged puppy. Yes. <laughs> running around. Yes. So the tree yes. is beautifully decorated up until the reach of uh, her little one. Her toddler, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. And, of course, we got it all right away. <laughs> yeah. We knew. Yeah. So yeah. last night, last night, I actually had to reach under the tree for, I forgot what I was doing. Oh, putting the tree skirt on. Ah. Right. So I was under there doing that, and I'm like, I just counted backwards. I'm like, three, two, one, and here comes Poncho. <laughs> what you doing, Mom? So he actually laid down and crawled to get into the tree, and he was looking at me, looking at me, like, what are you doing? And then laid on the side, flipped over on his back for a belly rub, and you see him staring at the light oh. <laughs> under the tree. That was fascinating. He was oh, almost, like, mesmerized. Oh, yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah. The first Christmas is pretty pretty interesting for him. Yeah. Well, and he's a little bit older. He was born earlier in the year, so he's got some thinking capability yes. now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Well, that's about it for our stories. We'd like to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year's. We'll be back with a new podcast after the first of the year, and maybe we'll talk about some of our goals for our dogs this year, some things that we want to do. Not resolutions, because people don't keep those. Exactly. But goals. So be thinking about what you'd like to do and, with your dog Well, this, you know, when you mention year. New Year's, keep everybody safe. Oh, keep definitely. Keep your dogs with you. Keep them safe. Don't go out and party and leave your dog outside because yeah. somebody in your neighborhood starts making noise or shooting off fireworks or guns or other idiotic things and dogs panic. Yeah. So keep them safe. Yep. So that's it for us. Have a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas and we'll talk to you in 2015. Oh, oh my, my gosh! God. 2015! Happy holidays! <laughs> scary. Happy holidays to you all. Having a rough day... Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.